This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Blind to Bouchard now to McDavid. Slides down the left side in front of the net. Scores! Kyler Yamamoto right on the doorstep. And this game's tied at one. Race for the puck. Yamamoto will tuck it home. And this one's over. Kyler Yamamoto, an empty netter to the deal. 4-1. Edmonton has beaten the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. All right, power play goal for Kyler Yamamoto on Wednesday. Empty netter to put it away against the Tampa Bay Lightning on Saturday night. The Oilers have won two in a row, going for three tomorrow against Detroit. 5.30 face-off show game at 7 here on 6.30. Jet, and I am pleased to welcome to Inside Sports from your Edmonton Oilers, Kyler Yamamoto. Kyler, how are you doing? I'm doing very good. Yourself? I'm doing well. Thanks a lot for checking in tonight. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. You guys uh, back at practice today. Uh, tell me a little bit about some of the work you were doing with, with Jay Woodcroft today. I know he's taken some, maybe a, a different of approach there. We see some lines, uh, you know, painted on the ice to help with drills and stuff like that. Tell us about some of these practices. Yeah, um, they've been good. He's been trying to... Uh you know, work on, you know, a little bit of D to D stuff. Um, and, you know, us forwards getting to the net, um, you know, being net heavy and, um, you know, really just trying to cause a lot of, um, you know, scrambles around the net and trying to get those second effort chances. Right. Well, which is something you've been involved in, especially on the power play the last couple of games, you got a, a goal on, on the power play against the Capitals and, uh, you know, heavily kind of involved in puck retrieval and being around the net. Tell me about, embracing that role and why do you think you you're generally pretty good at it um you know i loved uh ever since i've came to the league you know i've loved to play um you know the net i find um if you're at the net you know and the puck's coming to the net you're gonna have a pretty good chance of scoring so you know i've always tried to get to the nets um and you just on the power play i mean you have two of the best players in the world um you know the puck's always gonna be coming to the nets here Obviously, you're going to be getting a lot of chances. So, um, you know, it's just trying to get open, um, you know, make sure you're ready for when puck does come. Um, you can find that loose puck and hopefully, um, you know, get a little tapping or maybe just find find a loose balance, make another play um, that'll cause a goal. Well, and, and the goal against the Capitals, oh, I, I want to ask you about something I noticed on that play. I, I thought when I watched the replay, especially, you obviously had your stick right on the ice, right in the crease there, and McDavid fed it to you. But I also kind of felt you had your stick anchored back against your leg just to make sure you really had it there. And I used to see Alex Chason do that a lot. Did you learn that from him, or is that a move you had anyway? Uh, you know, it's I have learned it a lot from him. Uh, you know, just talking to him when he played here. I mean, he's really good at it. And, you know, I've kind of emulated I mean, I've, I've learned it, like, when I was younger. Um, I think for me it's just more of a comfortability. I mean, 
obviously the stick can flex out or like what of the pass can be a little bouncy so you want to just try to you know put your skate behind it make it a little bit more firm and make sure you get all the puck um, make sure it doesn't get past you you know last couple games uh, the game of washington on on wednesday kyler i i thought that was just an incredible game certainly to watch some some big plays a, a lot of drama what was it like to play in that game and, and as you're in a game like that I know you're intensely focused on what you have to do, but you sort of have an awareness like, oh man, this is this is a bit of a fun one. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, there's not, obviously every game you play, it's um, different, but I mean, that one was exceptionally, I mean, that was a really fun one to play. Um, I think that was my first one I've ever played um, where uh, Ovechkin was actually in the game. So um, I was pretty excited about that. Um, I've never seen him actually play live. So I mean, he was unbelievable. That's a super good team over there. Um, you know, their power play, just their top six. It's uh, it's a good it's a good team. But, you know, I thought we played really well. And, um, you know, we started to execute. Um, and, yeah, thank goodness we got the W. And then you guys followed up with a pretty good performance against Tampa Bay. You outshot them pretty, pretty decidedly, though tense moments uh, with the five on three when you guys only had a one goal lead. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I give a lot of credit to our penalty kill um you know leon doc um and i'm not i think maybe cease but i mean they did a phenomenal job i mean that's the hardest thing to kill right there is a five on three um and you know they got the job done and uh but i think that right there gave our team just so much life and um you know after that i thought there's no way we're losing this game um you know they gave us so much momentum and um you know that's really what you need um throughout a game and you got a goal in that game as well. You got the empty netter to put it away. Now, were you aware of how much time you had or didn't have chasing down the puck after Kane shot it? Were you just playing it like there was a guy right on your back, even if there wasn't? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I was trying to get down there as quick as possible. I know uh, I felt Kucherov like on my back, so I was just trying to get down there. Um, I knew I maybe had like a little bit of time. I think I got a a little bit better jump, um, you know, than him. But I knew he was, um, you know, coming back, and I needed to just have a little quick stick in and put it in as quick as possible. Do you guys, and, and nothing against the contributions of some of the players. I mean, obviously, Brad Malone's come up and and played great. And, uh, you know, you had Derek Ryan get a hat trick a couple of weeks ago. But do you ever think about, you know, we played some solid games here without Nugent Hopkins and without Pooley-Arby. Does that factor into your sort of uh long-term hopes for the team here uh yeah of course i mean anytime you can play um you know good hockey with two important um you know key players um you know that's a really good sign for our team and um you know moving forward um obviously nuge is one heck of a player and so is yesi so obviously when we get those guys back our team's just gonna be that much more um you know, ready and um, I think that much more dominant. So it's going to be a lot of fun when those guys come back. But as of right now, um, you know, I think the team's looking really good so far. Kyler Yamamoto joining us tonight on Inside Sports. I, I want to ask you about those two guys I mentioned. First of all, Malone, because in January of 2020, Kyler, I actually went back and found the article I wrote. Uh, and he he said, because you identified as you identified him as someone really important in your career. Yeah. And you told me that story that he said to you, 
Uh, I hope I see you again, but I also hope I don't see you again. When you yeah. Called up, uh, and then you guys scored in the same game. But do you what, tell me just a little bit more about that relationship over the last two years, and then uh, seeing him have such a cool night on Wednesday? I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Um, you know, just be able to share the ice up here again um you know it was pretty funny like as soon as i was leaving um bakersfield it, it was the last thing you said was you know i hope i don't see you again but uh you know you never know so him being able to get called up and him see, seeing him up here it's uh you know it's awesome he's pretty much like an older brother um you know again i think he's still one of the best events i've ever had um you know he's my roommate for my first um two times two 10 years down in uh, Bakersfield and both times, I mean, couldn't ask for a better roommate, um, you know, better, a better role model and, um, you know, kind of just somebody who's teaching you the pro-life way. And, and Derek Ryan, who you've identified as another person you, you look up to, uh, how much <laughs> did you enjoy that, uh, that hat trick and the big weekend he had there? Oh my gosh. I mean, couldn't have gone to a better guy, um, you know, that his career, what he's gone through and everything. Um, and then just seeing him being able to put a hat trick up, um, you know, it's phenomenal. And I'm so happy for him. Uh, but just seeing like the goals he scored, it's uh, it was pretty impressive, honestly. Um, you know, I'm still I'm still working towards one, but you know, hopefully in the future I'll get one. But uh, again, he's paving the way for paving the road for me. Right on. Okay, uh, Miko Koskinen. He's nine one and two since late January. He came out and uh, answered some questions from us today. And uh, very focused, I thought, very much like I'm not worried about what people say about me, about what my stats are, just got to get the team into the playoffs. Tell me a little bit about uh, uh, Miko uh, behind the scenes and his demeanor lately. Yeah, he's been dialed in, um, you know, every time he, every time we're at a game, um, you know, he's studying sheets, he's studying the other team's best players, um, every player pretty much. And, you know, when you see him at the rink, he's just so dialed in that, you know, like he's ready to go um, right from puck drop. So it's been nice to see it from him. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy he's having the success he's uh, been having lately. All right. And he also said that he doesn't care about stats. Just just the standings. Save percentage. Doesn't matter. Just got to get into the playoffs. So I want to ask you, do you follow your personal stats or any stats around the league? <laughs> do you look at any of that? Um, I mean, it's hard not to, I mean, see where you're at, but I mean, I'm the same way as Miko. Like I truly want, I want it to do whatever I can to help this team, you know, make the playoffs and have a deep playoff run. Um, you know, at the end of the day, that's our main goal for a team. Um, and, you know, if I get on the board, you know, awesome. That's me helping the team, but there's a lot of different, um, you know, ways I can help the team, um, you know, get into playoffs. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you something. You've got a new career high in goals last couple of years. I don't know if you got <laughs> just just to make sure you're up to date. Perfect. That's unreal. Actually, I did not know that. Actually, you, you are. Yeah, you had uh, you had 11 in 1920. You're up to 13 now. So there you go. There's, uh, yeah, I can tell you that, and then you can forget about it since. It's <laughs> Perfect. Uh, hey, uh, it, it's pretty cool. You have you have a brother who plays hockey. Uh, Keanu plays for McGill in uh, in U Sports. Tell me a yep. little bit about your relationship. Uh, like, were you guys competitive with each other growing up? So, like, what was that? Uh, what was that relationship like? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's probably one of my best friends. Um, you know, throughout life, just being able to grow up with him and 
um, you know, him teaching me. I grew up playing hockey with him a lot. Um, we're both very competitive, um, but, you know, he kind of grew up, um, played a couple more years than me, obviously, um, early in life. So he taught, he taught me a lot, um, and, you know, especially going into junior. Um, he had one year under his belt, and then I came to the Spokane Chiefs. So I was able to learn a lot from him. And um, I really don't know if I'd be where I am today, um, you know, without his help. Um, coming up through hockey, he really kind of paved the way and, you know, showed me how hard I need to compete on off days, on days where we're playing a game, practices and kind of stuff like that. So um, and I give a lot of a lot of props to him and, um, you know, I know he has playoffs coming up. So, um, you know, wishing him the best of luck in that too. Does he give you any feedback or has he stopped doing that since you've been in the NHL? Oh, no, he still does. Um, usually after every game. Uh, he tries to watch actually every game of mine. Um, it's actually almost a little shocked when he doesn't watch one. But, uh, yeah, pretty much every game he'll um, you know, have something to say about my game, whether I played good or not. Um, uh, yeah, he'll definitely have something to say. <laughs> okay, no, no, I, I have to ask this, and I, I I'll apologize because you've probably been asked this several times before. His, his name's Keanu. Yeah. Keanu, Is he like, named after the actor or <laughs> do you? Do you... Um, you know what? I'm not too sure um, if he actually was or wasn't, but, um, you know, Keanu Reeves is the only Keanu that I actually really know, so could be a possibility, but uh, I might need to ask my parents again. Okay, well, we'll have to find that out. That'll be important for next time, but uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll wish him all the best in his playoffs, and uh, Kyler, of course, we wish you all the best here the rest of this homestand and moving through the rest of the season. Thank you so much for checking out on Inside Sports tonight, and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. That is Kyler Yamamoto. Good to have him on Inside Sports uh, on his relationship with his brother, Keanu, seeing a couple of his mentors, Malone and Ryan, have some big games recently. His role on the power play. He's been good on the power play down low with puck retrieval and making a few plays. So uh, a nice little boost here from Yamamoto lately. And like I said, up to 13 goals, which is a career high. Had 11 a couple of years ago, had eight in the shortened season last year, now up to 13. So chipping in for Edmonton. And and as he said, I asked him about it, the forward core hopefully going to get deeper if it stays healthy. You do have Pugliarvi skating with the team. Don't think he's going to play tomorrow, maybe later in the week. Nugent Hopkins still not practicing, but... You know, hopefully maybe another uh, week or two and then Nugent Hopkins can get back. So there are some good signs here for the Oilers, but a lot of work to be done still. I'm happy to hear from you. 780-496-0063. We will get a look at how the Red Wings are doing between seven and eight. And uh, one of the newest members of the Edmonton Elks, well, I guess the newest member of the Edmonton Elks, kicker Sergio Castillo, Sergio Castillo, pardon me, is going to check in too. It's Inside Sports on Chet. You- David from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chet. Connor McDavid scoring some big goals lately. Overtime winner against the Capitals. That beauty against Tampa in the first period. Got a big one in the power play on the power play late in the second period as the Oilers beat the Bolts. Now Detroit tomorrow. We're going to have Ken Cal coming up. He's the Red Wings radio play-by-play voice. You look back at the uh, Wings' recent games, uh, they lost 3 nothing to Calgary, gave up 6 against the Wild, 9 against Arizona, 6 against Florida. A couple weeks ago, 10 against Toronto. Goals against per game. They are the second-worst defensive team in the NHL. 
3.71 goals against per game. Only the Canadians are worse. The uh, Oilers got to jump on this team, got to jump on this team and bank a couple more points in the playoff chase. 5.30 face-off show tomorrow. Game's going to be at 7. It's then Buffalo Thursday night and then a 1 o'clock matinee Saturday against the New Jersey Devils. That is the week ahead here for your Edmonton Oilers. Kellen Kennedy back at the 6.30 Chet Broadcasting Compound. Uh, Kellen, I got a couple of messages here from folks. Yes, uh, I'm going to start with one for myself, though, first, because Uh I got the button. (laughs) Uh, Do you see more 2022 or 2023 picks being dealt at the deadline this season, Reed? Well, I'm only basing that on what I've read that uh, apparently 2023 picks are more sought after than 2022. And that happened today in the Josh Manson deal. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we'll keep an eye on that, obviously going forward. Uh, Let's, Take a look at uh, a lot of these texts are goaltending or uh, centric. So Cam and Red Deer wants to see or uh, wants to see Smith on waivers and Skinner in. Well, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're going to send Mike Smith down or or, or wave him. I, I don't know if they would do that to him. Yeah, I mean, you could see the Oilers play carry three goaltenders though, if Smith doesn't play well in his next couple of starts. But I man, I, I don't know if they would outright. Wave Smith, and I'm not saying he'd get claimed, but I, I think they're going to give him a couple more games here first. Like I said, he probably starts two of the next five. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is from Roland. He says, What Rob was meeting is look at Jack Campbell with a 919 and Peter Morazic with a 923 save percentage last year, and look at what a disaster it is in Toronto right now. This week, Kyle Dubas can only dream about having a goalie as good as Koskinen. Yeah, I like, I like the way that person wrote that. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, pro sports can be a little bit of a of a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately thing. I, I just feel, and correct me if I'm wrong, and the beauty of it is on a show like this, I do get to interact with you. I, I just feel like there's still that Oilers fans aren't now bought in on Koskinen. Maybe, maybe I'm mm-hmm. wrong. Maybe the worm has turned and people are like, okay, we got us, we got a real number one goaltender. I, I don't feel that that, attitude has shifted but as i said i'm lucky enough to get feedback from from many of you so maybe it will maybe it will change maybe it has changed this next one's from a different rob uh, he asks that do you think the oilers should try to pick up michael mcleod from the devils a good bottom six player or ross johnson for toughness oh i i honestly don't think they're gonna look too far for a forward i think they're gonna get a defenseman mm-hmm. I, I really do um yeah, I mean, okay, toughness. Um, can they be team tough if Archibald and Cassian play and Malone spots in sometimes? Probably. Uh, I mean, I guess the McLeod angle is an interesting one with uh, with Ryan being here as well. I, but like I said, and if you get Nugent Hopkins and pull your RV back and you have Archibald and Cassian on your fourth line and maybe even Derek Ryan, I mean, suddenly... That's probably the best top 12 the Oilers have had in a while. I, I still think it's a defenseman. Um, I mean, I guess Manson's off the table now. But fair question. All right. You're silent, Kellen. I guess that means i got to stop talking. Yeah, I've, we got more coming up later in the next hour. With we'll that, try to get sure. for more later. The line's open, of course, 780-496-0063. I do prefer uh, calls to, to writing in, of course, but we'll try to get your comments on if we can. Uh, we do have Ken Cal coming up, and we'll talk to the new Elks kicker, Sergio Castillo, all in the next hour. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.